What is up, everyone? Welcome back to the Giants Nation podcast. And guys, I got another update from CBS Sports. Um, and guys, uh, this uh, this update came from Douglas Clawson. Um, <coughs> you know, and Douglas, you know, Douglas uh, Douglas was saying that. Um, he was saying that uh, the Giants free agent quarterback may not deserve that much, but that doesn't mean he won't end up in that ballpark. You know, um, and it's it's very it's very it's very it's very understandable on, on where this guy's coming from, you know, because I mean this is probably the biggest smack in the face to every. <clears throat> to every fan, you know, even if you're not a Giants fan, I mean, just wit- just witnessing um, this guy who had a really good season, you know, in his first, you know, his. I mean, we can make. I think it's very clear that this was probably the best season Daniel Jones. This was the best season Daniel Jones has ever had, and. You know, and just seeing what he did this year with a with an offense that still needs a lot of work to be done. You know, he still led this offense to you know the playoffs. You know, and I'm not taking anything I'm not taking anything away from Saquon Barkley. You know, um, but every Saquon Barkley's not snapping the ball. You know, Daniel Jones took snaps. You know, he was the one that, like I always, I say this all the time. The the quarterback will always be the reason why teams win games because the quarterback is one of the most important positions, you know, in the NFL. If you don't have a great quarterback in the NFL, you're not going to win a game. You're not going to win games, you know. Because that, that's just how the league is now, you know. Unless you have a great defense and that great... I mean, if you go back to, like, the, the late 2000s when Tom Coughlin led the New York Giants, Eli Manning wasn't the only reason why the Giants won those two Super Bowls. It was because of that, it was because of that defense, you know, and the running game. And the offense giving Eli opportunities to make those big time plays with the helmet catch with the sideline catch you know um so it's very you know it's very understandable why a lot of people yeah i mean the nfl has changed ever since the i mean you go from the 70s to the 80s i mean like the nfl has changed yeah i mean the 60s and the 70s it was all about back in those times it was all about defense you know, then it was all about running backs. You know, now it's all about quarterbacks now. You know, and it's um, you know, the NFL has changed changed so much through the, uh, through those years. You know, and that's why this conversation you know matters because we are in a quarterbacks league, and if you don't have a great quarterback, you're not going to win. But let me ask you this question: What ma- what makes a great quarterback? What what do you have to do in the NFL to make your quarterback great? 
You got to surround him with a good offensive line. You got to give him some good playmakers. You got to give him a good offensive coordinator. And you got to make sure that he fits that scheme that your offense is running. And Daniel Jones, the dots connect with Daniel Jones and Mike Kafka and this offense. You know, Daniel Jones clearly is the perfect quarterback for a perfect scheme for the perfect coordinator, it all, you know, it's all, it all makes sense, you know, but now Daniel Jones, he feels like, hey, I did something that no one expected, I won enough games, you know, and I not only took you to the playoffs, but I won you a playoff game, you know, yeah, you know, no one, no one's questioning Daniel Jones' talent. You guys hear me say it all the time. Every quarterback is talented and every, you know, every quarterback's talented, you know, but in different areas. Joe Burrow, he's great at, he's very talented at passing the football. You know, Lamar Jackson, he's very talented at running with the football. You know, Daniel Jones is very talented at running the football and passing it. The reason why a lot of people are expecting him to pass the ball more is because these receivers can't catch. And now we're going to see if the Giants can lock him up. You know, we're going to see if he can truly be a great passer in this league because we are in a passing league. And if you want to win now, you can't always risk your quarterback by running, you know, four or five tenths, you know, per quarter because you, you're literally risking your quarterback and <laughs> to get hurt. You know, so look, just hearing, you know, just hearing Douglas say that, saying how Daniel Jones, saying how, saying how he may not deserve that much money, but it doesn't mean he won't end up in the ballpark. It's very understandable, you know, and, you know, because first of all, it's in New York. You know, like, you can't tell me that Daniel Jones hasn't done enough. I mean, you can't, if Daniel Jones is going to ask for that much, and he's literally the, the best option you have, you know, I, I, Joe Shane, look at Joe Shane, he would be crazy. It would be crazy to think that Joe Shane would pay Daniel Jones $45 million. But ask yourself this, what are... What are there better options? There's no better options in free agency. Aaron Rodgers, he ain't going to the Giants. You know, Derek Carr. I can't. I don't know how. Derek, we don't know how good Derek Carr is. You know, and Jimmy Garoppolo. We don't know how healthy he's gonna be. And besides, the only quarterback that I'm pretty sure a lot of us Giants fans would be very happy to have, if it wasn't for Daniel Jones, it would be Lamar Jackson. Because just like Daniel Jones, Lamar Jackson, he can scramble with the football. He can, you know, but the difference between Lamar Jackson and Daniel Jones, we, we've seen their passing accuracy. Lamar Jackson, he's not that good of a pass. He's not that good of a passing quarterback, you know. But Lamar, he did lose some of his weapons at the wide receiver position this year uh, due to injury, you know. So, I mean, look. Look, 
I think I think there's four reasons why Daniel Jones. I think there's four reasons why Daniel Jones seeking $45 million per year isn't that crazy. And here's why. Look, look, I'll, look, I'll admit, I wasn't scratching my head a bit when I saw a recent report that, you know, you know, that Daniel Jones wants possibly as much as $45 million per season. Not too long ago, this guy was viewed as a bust and turnover machine, and his fifth year option was declined last offseason. You know, the amount of 40, look at the amount of $45 million is literally still eyebrow, eyebrow raising to me. Even after, even after Daniel Jones did a great job. And don't get me wrong, he did. Daniel Jones did a great job at crushing the turnover narrative in 2020, in 2022. And led the Giants to the first playoff wins to, uh, since uh, 2011. However, you know, look at here's my, I got here. However, I feel like there's four reasons why this guy committing 45 million dollars per year isn't that crazy. And before you guys, uh, before you guys uh, try to debate me in a in a mean way, I wouldn't say mean, but in a very in a very serious way. Just hear me out. Number one, this Daniel Jones wasn't, he wasn't, let's all be, let's all be, let's all, let's all give Daniel Jones props now. Daniel Jones, he was an, he was an above average quarterback in 2022. Here's why. By most measures, Daniel Jones at worst was an average quarterback in 2022. At best, he was an above average signal caller. He had the sixth best rating in terms of ESPN's total QBR, which takes into account rushing, sacks, and fumbles. He was 11th in EPA per dropback, 13th in passer rating, and 17th in pro football focuses quarterback grades. That's pretty good. You know, now look at why the high ranks. Well, he had the fewest turnovers per game, which was 0.5. By any, qualifi- by any qualified quarterback in 2022 and ranked 5th in rush yards at the position with 708 rushing yards. You know? Number two, Daniel Jones had a below average supporting cast in 2022. Look at, doing, look at, doing all of that is even more impressive with a below average supporting cast. Daniel Jones had a bad offensive line. PFF graded the Giants offensive line 24th in pass blocking and 14th in run blocking. They were worse in ESPN's pass block and run block win uh, win rate metrics. He didn't have great pass catchers. The collection of Isaiah Hodgins, Richie James, Darius Slayton, and Daniel Bellinger were were unheralded and a bit underrated. Still, none 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 of those guys were top 20 in terms of PFF grades at their position or ESPN's pass catcher ratings. And improve look at an improved supporting cast would liter- would literally put a higher ceiling on Daniel Jones' play and answer some criticism of his less than gaudy passing numbers, which he only threw for 3,000 passing yards, 15 touchdown passes, and short average throw distance. You know, Daniel Jones only he only averaged 6.4 yards downfield, which was second Shortest in the NFL in 2022. Number three, 
Daniel Jones, he was average above average quarterbacks regularly. Uh, look at average to above average quarterbacks regularly break the bank. And here's why. Sorry, I messed up my I, I messed up my wording. Here's why. As fellow, you know, look at as Cody Benjamin once put it, if you have a good enough quarterback who's been in your system, you pay what the market tells you rather than jeopardize your potential to to you know to be a playoff team and your job by restarting and trying to find the next elite top five guy. Look at I couldn't have I couldn't I couldn't have said it better myself. This has been proven time this has been proven time and time again in the last decade. At some point, Joe Flacco twice. Derek Carr, Matthew Stafford, Jimmy Garoppolo, Carson Wentz, Jared Goff, Dak Prescott. All of these guys were the highest paid players in the NFL in NFL history by some measures. I would argue that 2022 Daniel Jones more or less fits that mode of quarterback. You know, number and number four, last but not least, $45 million, $45 million is not what it used to be. In addition, 40 look at in addition, $45 million per year for Daniel Jones wouldn't even be a record break. It wouldn't even be record breaking. It would tie him for the fifth highest paid player in terms of average annual value. It's you know, it's also the same amount Patrick Mahomes gets paid. While that may be while that may be shocking, it needs to be taken into context with the rising salary cap. $45 million per year is literally 20% of the 2023 salary cap. 20% of the salary cap in 2021 amounted to $37 million per year. You know? So what I'm trying to say is this. Does it, look it, does this mean, does this all mean the Giants should hand Daniel Jones a deal worth $45 million per year? Heck no. The list of record-breaking quarterback deals you know, speaks to that. I'm look. I'm sure if there look. I'm sure if there if there are teams that could go back and do it again, they would have never made uh, Joe Flacco, Derek Carr, Matthew Stafford, Jimmy Garoppolo, Carson Wentz, and Jared Goff the highest paid player in the NFL in NFL history. You know, but still, based on recent history, we shouldn't be surprised if the Giants do it anyways. Instead. The Giants should learn from those past mistakes. Daniel Jones, but look at, and I'm not taking anything away from Daniel Jones. This guy, Daniel Jones play in 2022 has earned him a longer look, you know? Yet the projected franchise tag value for quarterbacks is around th is $32.4 million. Would that, that would be, what's more, what? Something that would be more appropriate, you could say a two-year deal worth 60 to 70 million dollars, you know. So look at we shall soon we shall soon see what the Giants ultimately do with their talented quarterback this offseason. So, you know, that's all I'm saying, you know. And look. I don't think the look at the Daniel the Daniel Jones earned my trust, you know, absolutely because I think he's shown. Guys, I mean, guys, look what he did. He played with he played with an offense that that 
Well, I mean, the Giants offensive line, I mean, it's gotten a little bit better. Not fully, though. You know, I mean, you got your two tackles of you got your two tackles of the future in, in uh, Andrew Thomas and Evan Neal. You know, but the the inside of the the interior of the offensive line and the center position are still question marks. You need your number one receiver. You know, so we don't we don't we don't know what Daniel Jones can. We don't know what this guy is capable of doing. But it should give you it should leave you. With some, you know, with it should leave you with a smile on your face. I mean, this guy did lead one of the one of the worst offenses in the league. The only thing he had was Saquon Barkley, you know, and he still maximized a way to find to find ways to. He still found a way to get this offense down the field and scored points, you know. So just imagine what he could do. With a number one receiver that can make plays, you know, in big time, you know, in big time moments in any game, you know, so that's what I'm saying, you know. So that's all I got to say about that. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed what I had to say about this update. Um, and yeah, uh, I'll keep you guys, I'll keep you guys updated as, um, I'll keep you guys updated as everything. Everything gets crazier and crazier. But, yeah, that's all I have for you guys today. Uh, like I said, I'll keep you guys updated. But until then, I'm out. Peace.